Hey, I'm Matt Hudgens and he's Dave Mulvaney and this is Profitability MD. Dave, how are you doing today, buddy? Man, I'm doing great. How are you? I am good. So I got a new thing I'm going through. I just This is a shirt, golf shirt, I pulled out of my closet today. It still had the tags, you know, the new tags on it. But apparently it's uh, from a golf trip I went on two and a half years ago. So apparently I need to rotate through my golf shirts a little more frequently. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I take the same ones because they get hung in the same spot. And then yeah. um, the, the, all, all the other ones just sit in the drawer with a tag on them a lot of times. And Yeah. So I'm trying to rotate through my golf shirt. So here's a golf shirt that's two and a half years old, brand new. So kind of funny. Well, we, we both decided on blue today. So I, I saw that. Yes. Very good. All right. So episode 84, do more with less time. So we're talking about how to do more with less time. It doesn't even sound possible that you can actually do more with less time. Well, I mean, so, I think I think that's the uh, the secret, I guess, that everybody's looking for is how can I do more? And it not when we say do more, not necessarily mean uh, do more work. I think the things that entrepreneurs entrepreneurs often struggle with is having more time off and actually being off when they're off. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny you say that. So I'm going to go on a tangent already. So so already on a tangent. So. Uh, we got my daughter's uh, graduations coming up. Uh, you know, they, they didn't do the high school graduation. It's actually going to do it tomorrow. Um, all right. So one of these, you know, social distancing parties with the parents. Funny story about uh, do more with less time. So one of the dads was talking about his two sons, right? And it was, you know, this son is over here, you know, working construction this summer. It's hot. It's sweaty in Atlanta, just like it is in Florida. Oh. And the other son, he's like, oh, you know, he'll look for any way to do less work. And my daughter's asked, oh, what is he doing? And the big thing around here is you do these camps for kids. So it's like uh, he and his sister are doing this camp for the kids and they run it, the camp, you know, people drop their kids off. They pay, I don't know what it is, 20 or 40 bucks a day. They have them all day. They got a pool. They got basketball. They got soccer and all this kind of stuff. And at the end of the day, the parents come pick them up. And so my daughter's like, gosh, but I thought, you know, isn't your other son doing the camp? Oh yeah, he's doing the camp. But you know, this guy's learning construction or whatever. And my daughter goes, well, which one's making more money? And he goes, well, probably the one who's doing the camp. And she goes, yeah, and isn't he kind of playing with kids and hanging out in the pool? Yeah. Uh, so he's probably working a little less. And she go, he goes, the dad goes, yeah. And he goes, which one's smarter? Like which one's making more money and working less? Yeah. So it turns out the kid doing the camp was more efficient with his time. So random Smarter story. And making more money and enjoying it more. Um, making more money, working less time, having more fun, uh, you know, hanging out in the pool and playing with kids. Anyway, kind of funny, more efficient with his time. And the dad was like, yeah, I guess he is the smarter one. So kind of a funny story. But I was going to borrow. So I was on a strategic coach. You and I have been done strategic coach with Dan Sullivan. He's talked about his time system. The three, uh, the three kind of activities are kind of your free activities where you recharge your batteries, your focus activities. That's kind of your three ways that you make money. Uh, three activities that are money-making activities. And then your buffer are kind of the activities that, that help you have a really good focus day or help you have a really good uh, free day. So it's kind of like your homework or prep work kind of days. Yeah. So uh, I was going to take that concept. We're doing it where we're kind of uh, uh, walking through that, right? So you and I can do this out loud. It said, look, 
look at our free days. And so what are three activities that we can do over the next 90 days to make our free days better, to, re to rejuvenate our free days? So, um, and I want to, I want to say that a free day is very hard for new entrepreneurs to grasp. Yes. They, what a free day to a lot of entrepreneurs means maybe four hours with the family and then I'll work later. It's rarely a free whole day. Right. Or right. a free whole weekend or, you know, because there's always, <clears throat> there's always that work that you do. So I want to stress that a free day is a free day where you're supposed to be um, no email, no phone, um, unless yeah. personal stuff. Right. So you're recharging your batteries mentally, physically, spiritually, right? So, so whatever those are. So a lot of what this concept gets into is if you plan a better free day, you'll be more excited to do it, right? Yeah. So it's like, what are three activities you can do over the next 90 days that would be a great free day, a great recharger, right? And so it's funny, we were talking about this with one of my other friends and he took his family white wall. I used to do groups that you're breaking up. Um, you, I think you said he took his family whitewater rafting you, and then you yes. broke up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Whitewater rafting as a great recharging activity, something different to do during this, you know, COVID crisis. We used to do that with our church groups back when I was a teenager. Uh, maybe I've went with some college buddies or maybe some guys after college, but I really haven't done that in forever, you know, 20 years or something. What a cool, fun activity that would be for a free day activity to, to plan that with your family. Now that you mentioned it, it's been a long time since I've done that. I think the last time we did that was on the Colorado River in the Grand Canyon. So it's been right. a long time. Ten right. years probably. Yeah. So it, that could be a great focus activity. I mean, a, a free activity that you might take your family. Um, we've done, what have we done? We've done swimming with the manatee, you know, down there in Florida, Crystal River. Mm-hmm. How fun it sounds totally random. You've got these giant manatees that you're, you know, you're not supposed to touch them, but you swim next to them and all this kind of stuff. Kind of cool, different. We've done, um, we we're talking about uh, scalloping, you know, scalloping, like scallops, like the little shrimp. Sure, sure. Use. They do that over there on the West coast of Florida, where you go and you get a snorkel and you dive down and pick up these scallops. Scallops looks like little oyster kind of things. Yeah. Um, I don't know, fishing trip, you know, I don't know, I'm not a big fisherman, but you know, I don't mind going doing some deep sea fishing. Yeah. What about you? Well, Throw fishing, out a couple ideas. Fishing is always fun, in my opinion, as long as it's someone else's boat and someone else's tackle. <laughs> so that when we're done, someone else, and I don't mind filleting the fish, but that's one of the things I like about deep sea fishing is they take care of everything. And, yeah. and then uh, all you do is uh, like, we'd go down to Isla Morada down in the Keys and then uh, we'd fish and then we'd come back and we'd have all this fresh seafood. We'd take it down to Lazy Days. I think it's called Lazy Days. And then they would make it up for us. It's just, just awesome. Yeah. I haven't, uh, I haven't done anything like that in a long time. Like that would be kind of fun. That's, that is a lot of fun. Uh, golfing, of course, is something that you and I both love to do. Right. Um, I've been trying to get in one round a week uh, as lately. And I've, every week except this week, um, I've been real good about that about the last six weeks. But see, that's the point is you've got to, you've got to give yourself a break. So what do you do to get there? I think that's what we want. We want to kind of cover today a little yeah, bit. So, so, so you would go through this and say, all right, so here are the, here are the three things that might be fun, right? Three or three, you know, activities, let's go fishing, 
uh, scalloping, rafting, golfing, or whatever. Let's just say it's golfing, something somebody you could go do or whatever. So then the next step should be, all right, so uh, what is, what's the obstacle? Like, this is a free day obstacle. Like, what, why haven't you been golfing? Why, why hasn't it taken place? What's the reason? And so you might have, well, I don't really have, um, I don't really have a good, well, let's back up. And you could say, I don't really have, everybody's working from home. I'm going to, I'm going to switch it on you. Right. That says, all right, one of the reasons I'm, I'm not taking good free days in general is because I'm working at home and I'm having a hard time distinguishing between work and pleasure. And there's always time to work. Right. Yeah. So I don't really have a, you might not have a home work space. Right. So that could be your whole obstacle could be, look, maybe I'm not as productive as I want to be because I don't really have a home office. Right. So that could be your obstacle to getting more free time. Right. So then it'd say, all right, well, what would be a strategy for you to overcome that obstacle? Hey, look, I'm having trouble deciphering between free days and focus days and buffer activities because there's always something I could be doing work in. I don't really have a dedicated workspace. So the strategy could be, well, let's, let's put, let's find a workspace for you. Right. Can you find the, 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 uh, one of the, the kids' playroom, make an office. Can you take a guest bedroom, make an office? Can you take a storage room and make an office, right? That would be a strategy to help you get more time or make the distinction between free activities. Yeah, right? and you know, um, like it, the, a lot of times the, the reason that you're not doing it is you're not scheduling it. You're not scheduling. That's exactly right. So go back to that golfing. So it could say, I want to play golf once a month, twice, once a week, you're saying. Yeah. Right. So then it's a matter of, you got to put it on the calendar and say, I'm going to play whatever Saturdays. Saturday mornings is what we've been doing. And, and okay. that's, what, that's the whole thing is, okay, just let's just do it every Saturday morning unless one of us is traveling and play with a group of four guys and, or, you know, that's the way Perfect. we do it. Right. So let's use that as an example. So the obstacle would be, well, we really haven't ever scheduled it. So now what's the strategy? We're going to schedule it for every Saturday morning. So then the follow thing is say, all right, what's my first action? The first action is, all right, we are going to, the four of us, I got my buddies and we're going to, I'll be the one that makes the tea time for Saturday mornings. And we're going to do it every Saturday and whoever can play can play. That would be your first action. Schedule the tea time. And then, That's and great. then once that action is done, you got it on the schedule, then you got to look at, okay, what what's the next thing that's going to stop me from like from being there mentally so well well we're going to come you're jumping ahead you're jumping ahead well, that's right? naturally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. let's go so the next thing would be let's go our focus activities so these are our our three money-making activities um, what do you do to to, to um, what important money-making activities that will generate your best results over the next 90 days right and so it might be collect, connecting with clients. It might be meeting with prospects. It might be meeting with centers of influence who send you clients, right? So, so you know, name two or three things that, that are good focus activities for you. Well, for me, it's pretty much always in the, on the marketing side, you know, uh, uh, marketing, uh, you know, focusing on ads uh, and, you know, working with clients on their marketing, those type of things. Yeah. Marketing messaging, I got to work messaging. on my messaging, work on eight messaging, right? So those would be your money-making activities. And so what are the three best opportunities you have in the next 90 days, right? So you'd say, oh, I got this prospect. I got this client that I need to show some love to, right? So you'd say, in my business, what are the three money-making activities in the next 90 days that'll bring me cash? So then you'd say, all right, what are the obstacles? Pick one of those things, why I haven't been doing it or how I could do it more easily. 
So you're having trouble scheduling time to work on your own marketing because you're helping other people with their marketing, right? So that would be your obstacles. And you'd say, what's my strategy? Well, gosh, how funny is that? Might be scheduling time to work on my own, you know, marketing message, an hour a day, 30 minutes a day. Yeah, right? sometimes for people, I think um, just shutting off all social media uh, can be a big time saver. I Absolutely. Mean, people spend it, especially during COVID. I think a lot of people are spending, um, including me, I've spent, you know, probably too much time on, you know, Twitter or what have you. Um, but, and, and that wastes time. When you look at it and you go, man, I was just on there for a half hour. You know, that's a right. half hour. I just, I'll never get wasted. back. Yeah. So like for me, I've get a lot of referrals from centers of influence. So centers of influence for me are lawyers, CPAs, consultants, right? So a great focusing activity for me would be to, you know, we're still in COVID, so we're not really doing lunches and coffees and stuff. But for me to set up Zoom meetings with those guys, a virtual coffee meeting, a virtual lunch. I've heard some great stories about that, right? Where people say, uh, hey, let's have a virtual coffee. And you send them like a little Keurig coffee thing, you know, to kind of make it as a lighthearted, right? Hey, let's have coffee, Dave. Here's the Keurig and you put it in and I'll put it in and we'll sit here on the Zoom and chat. So my obstacle has been, I just haven't done it. I just haven't scheduled Zoom meetings with my centers of influence, right? Shame on me, that's the best way that I get referrals, that's the best way that I get new business, but I haven't done it. So what would, that's my obstacle. There's no real obstacle, it's just that I haven't done it, right? So what would a strategy be? Would be, all right, let's set up three coffees, virtual coffees with uh, my centers of influence next week. Maybe I wanna send them three Keurigs, right? And then we always talk about the who, not how, you know, who could schedule that for me, who could send out the Keurig coffees to my buddies, you know, right? And so that would be my first uh, action would be, all right, I'm committing to making, you know, three of those meetings. Let's make that happen. Get the virtual assistant to set them up, get the virtual assistant to send three Keurigs to those guys, right? So even if they can't make it or can't do it, I've kind of stood out because how often does somebody send you a cure? Hey, let's have a Zoom coffee. You know, here's your Keurig. Yeah, especially if you got a nice coffee mug you want to send too that you have, there you, go. Um, you know, you put a couple of Keurigs in there and say, Hey, I've been wanting to have a cup of coffee with you, but now we have to do it online. And, but it allows you to, a little creativity and, but it also makes you stand out. Like we've, I've said before, you want to be the thumb, not the finger. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. That would be great. There's a marketing strategy right there for any of these people that are listening to this. Hey, yeah. put a coffee mug together and send some Keurigs in them. And Hey, we've been meaning to have coffee with you. Let's set up a zoom, dude, you're genius. Oh, I don't know about that. But um, so, well, when you think of something like marketing, okay, so your centers of influence can give you a referral and that referral could mean, let's just say, let's just say it's $10,000 or more in a year. Right. Well, when you look at that, I think people get sometimes cheap around this type of stuff to have really nice, like these service type mugs made. Right, you right. You can have those made with your company logo on them. Um, and it could say, a message to your client. So like it would be the same message. It could be your marketing message on the cup with your logo, whatever. And you put some curates in there and you mail it out. And let's say that whole process costs you 25 bucks. Well, right. if you can acquire, so you, let's say you have to send out 10 of those. So now you've spent $250, but you acquire one customer that makes you $10,000. The other, the other uh, nine that didn't, like refer anybody to you are still going to remember you every time they sip on that cup. 
Exactly right. Exactly right. So that would be a great one. That's a focus activity. Here's that, you know, I need to meet with centers of influence, have Zooms. What's been causing me to not do it? I haven't scheduled it. I haven't done it. What's the strategy? Let's do it. I like, now we got a new marketing message. We could buy some uh, fancy uh, mugs and some Keurigs and send that out. What's the first action? The who, not how, you know, find the marketing. I've got, I've got two buddies that do that kind of marketing, make the logo um, coffee mugs, you know, call one of them, let's get those scheduled and let's get uh, the coffee and the who's going to take, you know, my assistant, virtual assistant is going to take care of this. That would be awesome. All right, so now we're getting into the third section, which was the, the buffer activities, right? So the buffer activities are the activities that help you have a great focus day or help you have a great free day, right? So it's the clean up the messes, it's the homework, it's the prep work, right? It's and research, it's um, it's the emails that you got to answer. It's the, um, you know, the, you got to meet with the accountant, you know, to sign 941s. It's, you know, it's all right. the, all of those things sometimes that, um, those are the buffer day stuff. The stuff that doesn't actually appear to make you any money, but it's stuff that has makes, to get done. Yeah. It has to get done. And it's stuff that's on the way to your focus day. Um, so that when you're in your focus day, you're not, sitting around like 90% of your focus day is focused doing on your stuff, right? Doing those activities that make right. you and, and it's also getting some stuff done. So you're not worried about it when you got your free day, right? So if you're on that uh, playing around a golf or on your whitewater raft trip, you're not worried about it because you got all your homework done, right? There's nothing worse than playing golf with somebody who's on the phone all the time. <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah. When we're on the golf course, we're on the golf course. You can take care of it later. We got emails and phone calls and texts. We'll take care of it later. So I was looking at like uh, cleanups, right? So you can clean up your desk, you clean up your office, you can clean up some files. Uh, delegation, you know, so we talked about scheduling. You could delegate some scheduling. You could delegate some of that cleanup. You know, I've, I've hired people to clean out my garage before, right? I've hired people to clean out my basement before, right? So that's delegating. Uh, new capabilities, so learning something new. So maybe these Zoom, you want to do these Zoom coffees with your, with your centers of influence. Maybe I need to learn, you know, more about Zoom or, or how to, you know, get better. You and I do these all the time and we've been doing it for a year. So it's not, not for us. But I mean, if you weren't familiar with Zoom, maybe that's something you need to learn is I need to practice a Zoom webinar with my buddy, right? Or with my wife or with my assistant. Let me practice calling you up on the Zoom. And we've actually come where we've actually got a little uh, uh, three or four bullet point email that we send out to my clients before I do a Zoom meeting with them right? You're going to have the link. You're going to click on it. Make sure, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, do it five minutes beforehand. Make sure you have it, you know, just whatever. You might have to download it. You might not, you know, just walking them through. Here's what it looks like in a Zoom meeting. You get the email, you click on it. You might have to click on this. You might have to enter the passcode. Sometimes it does it automatically, but it's got the instructions for them to have a good Zoom experience. Uh, remember to unmute yourself. Remember to start the video, right? I was on a Zoom call today with two of my clients, her husband and wife, but they were in two different rooms and it was like, but their volumes were turned up. So the echo was hitting both of us, right? So it's like, no, you know, you guys need to consolidate onto one, you know, the iPad was better. It was better quality picture and the Wi-Fi was working better on that. And you guys just share the, I might have to add that. You can't be on two different yeah, don't be on, computers in the well, same My wife room. and I do that sometimes. She'll be in her office. I'm in my office and... We're in two separate sides of the house. They're like, are you guys in the same house? Yeah, but we're, we're on two separate. But I right. close my door, so we're, there's no echo. 
Yeah, so we're getting the echoes. I might have to add that to my list. So it could be, you know, so which one of those do you want to get done? Name three of those you need to do in the next 90 days. Clean up, scheduling, learn about Zoom, right? So then what's the obstacle? Why haven't I learned about Zoom? Why haven't I delegated the, the scheduling? Why haven't I cleaned up my office or cleaned up? Well, what's the obstacle? Well, I haven't cleaned up the, 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 the uh, I haven't learned about Zoom because I just haven't, you know, again, most of these things are just scheduling them on your calendar because I haven't spent the time I could spend 15, 20 minutes to learn about Zoom, watch a couple videos, do a practice run. Then you would schedule it. That would be, hey, I'm, you know, schedule it, watch 10 minute Zoom, how to use it. And then I'm going to practice 10 minutes with my assistant or my wife. So then that would be your first action schedule it, find a video, right? I think some people, Matt, like, especially if you're newer in business, there's a lot more things to do. Because I know that I, I've heard multiple entrepreneurs or uh, like coaches who say, you should only try to do three things a day, three big, big things a day. And I call these big, I call them big, the big rocks. rocks. Yeah, yeah, the big rocks. The big rocks. Well, in some cases, that is absolutely impossible, especially when you're, when you're starting something like, as you know, I'm starting a dog food business. In fact, we go live uh, tomorrow. If the food shows up tomorrow, it's, oh. in, it's in Jacksonville. So um with that being said when you've got i've got you got three marketing people an operations person and um and a uh a person doing shopify and that type of stuff and you got all this stuff that has to happen and, and there's so much going on there's those days are impossible to get to three like activities a day because there's so much but i think what often happens during those times is people get so overwhelmed by so much that they kind of crawl into their shell a little bit. Right, shut down a little bit. So um, that's where I like grading the activities. So I, I have a spreadsheet that I use and I put them, all right, um, a one has to get done today. Okay. Two, tomorrow, three, all the way down to five. Like five is, if it doesn't happen this week, no one's gonna die, no one's, it's not the end of the world, but it's gotta get done in the next, you know, two weeks. Sure. It'll move itself up. Yeah. And, and so I have a spreadsheet that keeps them in order all the time. So this is what you do. Of course, I'm a spreadsheet guy, but yeah, yeah, yeah. so sometimes, you know, I don't, if somebody's watching this and, and they're like, well, or listening to this, well, I have so much more to do. I, I want you to realize that you, okay, you got a lot to do, but you gotta, you gotta grade them. You gotta say, okay, that's a one. I gotta get that done today. Right. Or I gotta get that done on my focus day. Or, or that's a, that's a buffer day. And I got to get at least all the ones done on my buffer day so that I can have that day off. That's a great point. It, I, I do it a little differently. So I kind of write out my things and my first thought is who, not how, so who could do this for me? So I will write out my to-do list and then I'll show it to Patty and say, which one of these can you do for me? <laughs> or, or can you find somebody else to do it for me? And then, and then she's so good at it. She's like, Oh, I can do this. I can do that. And I, you know, I got somebody who can do that for you. And then my list comes back and it's, you know, much shorter than I thought it was going to be. Right. So, so my first thought, very similar, who, not how, uh, you know, who can do this for me and Hey, can you handle any of this on this list? So I don't even have to do it. Or can you find somebody that can do it? Or, you know, and it was, you know, literally silly. Right. So like the gutters hadn't been cleaned out this fall or this spring, I mean, so they've been backed up all summer. We get these afternoon thunderstorms. It's just bugging the crap out of me. And so I'm like, you know, 
who can we get to do this? And we know, I told you this before, it's, it's the lead magnet for one of the roofers in town. We just hadn't called them. So I was like, look, can we just, here, here, you know, we know who to call. Can you just call them and get the roof, you know, the uh, guy to come out and clean out the gutters? We did that and that was on my list. And she's like, oh, sure, no problem. We take care of it. I know exactly who to call. They came out, I think it was yesterday, you know, took a couple of days for them to get out here. Boom. But it's been one of those ones that's just bugging me in the back of my head for a month, two months, three months, right? I've been meaning to do it, meaning to do it, or not me do it, but get it done. And I know what you mean. Yeah, and it was like, all I had to do was put it on the list and then show it to Patty. And she's like, oh yeah, dude, I'll, I'll call whatever the guy's name is, you know, today and we'll get it done. So a lot of those can be just, oh, you reminded me of one other thing. I'm changing, but this was an interesting, uh, a guy named Scott Adams, who I listened to, he's the Dilbert guy or whatever. Um, I think it was him. It might've been somebody else. Some about time management, being efficient and, and um, sleeping better, all this kind of stuff. And, and manage your energy was the words that came out. How to manage your energy better. So when you said your list of, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, that reminded me of manage your energy better. So you should do the number one item whenever you're the most energetic. Is that first thing in the morning for you? Is that, you know, right before lunch? Is that right after lunch? It certainly isn't at two or three o'clock when you got the, <laughs> you know, to take a nap kind of blues. But he was all, all about, and again, I may not be quoting Scott Adams, it might be somebody else, but it was about managing your energy and matching that, your energy level up with those tasks. Yeah. Hard tasks, I need to have a lot of energy. When is that in my day, right? Uh, and he translated that into sleep. If you're not sleeping well, it's because you didn't burn up all your energy today, right? So, so tomorrow you need to schedule your day to burn up your energy better, right? I think, I think so. Uh, one of the ways that um, I think sleep is a funny thing because stress really does affect sleep. It can. Yes. Uh, one of the reasons we do this show so you could, you know, use your business to build as a tool to build wealth so that you can enjoy your life, which means sleep better. I mean, in, in a nutshell. Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. But I think often um, the people who don't sleep as well, especially entrepreneurs, they are not list people. And so what happens is your mind is oh, yes. trying to keep up with all it has to do. And um, I think this is in maybe a Napoleon Hill book. Um, it might maybe think and grow rich, but I'm not, I'm not quite sure if it's from that, but he was talking about how, and I, I did this for years. Oh, I, I do this. Yeah. At a paper right next to my bed, right before yes. bed. And I take my thoughts that were at the end of the night and I put them down. Now yes. today, like, Today, what I do is I typically do that at the end of my work day now, right. get down all my thoughts, and then I can go home and relax and not think about anything else. Uh, it doesn't mean I won't, but. Uh, I still have that pad of paper. I'll do it in the middle of the night. You know, I wake up at three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning all the time. So I wake up at three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning. I got one of my things I need to have done. I write it down on that pad of paper next to my bed at 3 a.m. But just the act of, oh, I've got it out of my head. I won't have to, I don't have to worry about remembering it because I wrote it down. And I still do, I, hell, I did it last night. <laughs> Woke do, up. do you turn the light on when you do that? I don't even have to turn the light on. Uh, there's some, I think there's an outdoor light. So it's just enough shade and it doesn't even have to be perfect because it's just the action of doing it relieves yeah. my brain of, okay, he wrote it down. Even if it's chicken scrabble and I got to figure it out tomorrow morning, at least that's I wrote good. it down. So that's I do good. that. I did it last night. So that's a great, manage your time. Maybe you're not sleeping better because you're not writing down. All right, we got to wrap this up. I didn't realize we got going again. All right, so this was, uh, heck, I can't remember what we called it. Uh, do more do, at less time. Do more with less time. 
Do more with less time. And actually, this did come with from Dean Jackson. Dean Jackson talked about he used to always want to be where I can wake up today and just do whatever the heck I want. And what he realized was he really enjoyed that when he what do I have to do today so tomorrow I can do whatever I want. And so he said when he actually started scheduling things, mundane things, free times, focus activities, buffer activities, cleaning up messes, when he actually started using his calendar to schedule things, he actually got more pleasure because he knew that he would, you know, what do I have to do today so tomorrow is awesome, right? What do I have to do today so tomorrow's golf round or white water rafting or fishing trip will be awesome. So that's kind of what we're trying to get on it. Do more with less time. If you actually do some of these things, you'll be more efficient with your time. You'll get more stuff done in less time and you'll have more free time to take off and enjoy with your family or uh, doing what you want to do. And you'll be able to be there mentally when you're in your free time. And that's really important because free time is the most, you've got to take time to charge your battery. You got to take time to, to, you know, sharpen your axe, whatever you want to call it. So, yeah. And we, and, and we've talked about this before and, and I can't remember if this is Dan Sullivan or if it was, I know it's Dan Sullivan. It could be some other guys too. It's that, you know, my dad was you work hard and then you get to take the weekend off or whatever. Right. So you had to work hard before you were allowed to take the time off. Uh, the new concept again, you know, I don't know, Dan Sullivan, but other people have said the same thing. It's like, no, no, it's the complete opposite. You have to be well rested and recharged, you know, sleep well, take your free days so that when you do work, you're super productive, right? Yeah. So it's, it's flipping it backwards. You rest. So then when you are working, you can really focus on what you're doing. Yeah. And what, what we've been covering is basically in order to be super productive, you got to know what needs to be done. Yeah, that's exactly right. I love it. Good. All right, good stuff. Hey, so we're still uh, working on our mastermind group. So send an email to Matt at uh, profitabilitymd.com or Dave at profitabilitymd.com. We'll do a little interview, see if that would uh, mesh with us. This is the kind of stuff we talk about, how to, how, to, how to make more, how to take more time off and how to pay less in taxes. These are the type tools, these are the type strategies that we use, that we go through so that you become more efficient with your time and you enjoy more time off and you're more productive when you're at work. So if you want to do it, uh, send us an email and we'll uh, set something up. You can also find us profitabilitymd.com. That's where this podcast is. Our YouTube channel is ProfitabilityMD on YouTube. And then we got our podcast available wherever all podcasts are available. At ProfitabilityMD. Good, Matt. All right. Well, good show. And uh, um, you can connect with us on LinkedIn. Uh, he's Matt Hutchins, Matthew Hutchins on LinkedIn. And uh, I'm David Mulvaney on LinkedIn. And we'd love to hear from you. Perfect, right. friend. All right, buddy. Take it easy. All right.